This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I am fabulous, Mark. Any better, I'd be you. <laughs> Maybe not this week. I had a toothache. You might not want to be me one day this week. I think anyway, you gave it to me. We're very excited to be here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. And here on WPHT Talk Radio 1210, we are the only game in town when it comes to real estate. So if you want to ask us a question about mortgages, residential, commercial real estate, and there's all kinds of stuff going on, real estate market's booming. Don't listen to the doom and gloom. You can give me a call at 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. And we are here just to answer your questions, keep you informed in any way we can. And you can listen to this show and our past shows at goodnewsandrealestate.com and also at WPHD's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We also have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. Yep. We have Mark's funny story, of course. Got one for you, 928. There we go. <laughs> and we have our wonderful mortgage mom topic. Which is? <laughs> Ten mistakes first-time home buyers should avoid. Very good advice. Mark, we also have our questions from our faithful listeners. Question number one is, I have been told two different things by different people. How common or uncommon is it for the seller to pay for closing costs? Good question. Next question is, how much impact does home type have on mortgage rates? It's a good question. Hmm. Legally, do I have to use the agent that showed me the house? And do I, do I need a lawyer to buy a home? And then the last question is, do I need mortgage insurance and how do I get it? Good questions. Mark, today our topic of the day is three things buyers can do in today's housing market. Yes. But first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, imagine living life so carefully that there are no signs you lived at all. 
Oh, my. I'm telling you, last week I mentioned my song I wrote that's on Spotify and SoundCloud. Got to take a chance to be free. People got to, there's a line in that song, you know, stop worrying about all the little things. And in the end, it's all little things. You got to take some chances. If you don't take no chances, nothing happens. That's but right. Two rules. I live by two rules in life. If you don't ask the answers. No. And the second one keeps you out of trouble. Little pigs get fed. Big pigs get slaughtered. Slaughtered. You don't have to be greedy. There's plenty. You can always make money. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. Now, you see that big number, 4974? Yep. That is actual listings in Philadelphia as of today. So, remember a couple months ago, we were down to like 3,800? Yeah. So, now we're up 1,000, which sounds like a lot, until you realize there's over 600,000 in just Philly alone. But we are are starting to get... A little bit of it. A little more active. And and that forty nine seventy four, that should take care of all my my home buyers that are pre approved looking. Yeah, I, I hope you got a buyer for the one I'm working on. The National Association of Home Builders index measuring confidence of the builders, though, this is not good news, has fallen for the ninth straight month. A three point over over month over month drop. They're getting a little nervous about this inflation. The, their chief economist, Robert Dietz, with the exception of a period immediately after the onset of the 2020 pin scamic, the index <laughs> was at its lowest point since May of 2014. There's still about four or five million homes behind. They cannot catch up. And then the, I, I remember a, a few shows back, I told you about a builder I know. He was in the middle of eight houses and he pulled the plug. And wow. he's waiting for the inflation to come down because a two by four prior to this administration was about two dollars and fifty cents. And then the last time he went out to buy them, they were almost fourteen, fifteen bucks. That's insane. So he he's holding up. Persistent building material supply change disruptions, high home prices are combining them to take a toll on the affordability. Uh, they're projecting ongoing decline in the volume of single family housing starts. As noted in the graph, I actually seen a report today that there's a that starts are high, but the people actually applying for permits to do the work is down. So that means they're planning to do it, but they haven't applied for the permit yet. Twenty four percent of the respondents said they had reduced home prices, a five point increase from August. More than half said they were using incentives to boost sales, including mortgage rates. Uh Early fall markets showed some signs of buyers' interest during some uh, uh, during the week of September 18th. The number of new purchase contracts across Bright, which is our MOS, which takes in six states, uh, they've seen an increase of 12.1 percent compared to a week ago. Weekly new contract activity, activity was up seven consecutive weeks slower. Uh, new purchases activity. The uptick comes before the mortgage rates jump, which they're going to raise them. They raised them this week. Yep. I, it's, I, I think they should stop. I think they're just keep thinking this is going to work with inflation, and it's not. Supply is on the ride, offering buyers more options because there are some new listings. List, it was 13.7% higher than a year ago, the inventory. It rose 0.6% from a week ago. And 
the primary driver of expanding inventory is slower new purchase activity. New listing activity is still down compared to a year ago. However, there are some shits in local markets suggesting that sellers may be returning to the market after staying on the sidelines during the late of the summer. Showing activity has been stable over the last past few weeks. And the national... So the inventory is starting to come back on the market a little bit, but it's going to be slow. Well, we're so far and behind, then, and, and then And then and then you got people like you that do mortgages that they were approved, you know, for 600000 and they had an interest rate of 3.5, and now we're at 6, and it's changing out of the whole ballgame. You know, so these builders are actually coming up with ideas like to help with closing costs, buy down points. They're like, they're already thinking all different kinds of incentives. So when they finish this damn house, they're going to be able to sell it. Right. You know? Yeah. So what were you going to say? No, I just, I mean, the inventory is going to be slow because we are, we're so far behind. You know, and if a good yeah. one comes. And that's new, that's new construction. That's home starts as new yeah, construction. Yeah, we're still behind. I mean. But like that number I gave today, that's existing homes in Philly. And I'm telling you, I'm a little nervous when this, uh, we, I just got my uh, uh, reassessment letter from the city. Do you want to contest it? And I, mine went up 31%. And then I was talking to somebody over the weekend about, you know, Fishtown, Northern Liberties, parts of South Philly, part of West Philly, everywhere there was tons of construction. There are some that are 50 to 70% reassessments. I think they should have held off on this whole thing. So do you want to contest it? Of course you're going sure. to want to contest it. Yeah, for sure. Ben Salem, ben Salem did this about about four or five years ago. And the mayor, I, I know the mayor of Ben Salem, but everybody applied for uh, to get it reduced. They reduced it 100%. That's awesome. Because if, if you don't ask, the answer is no. That's right. You know what's not being That's reduced right. 100%? Yeah, I know. Our rates. So your 30-year conventional is 6.125%. I'll keep in mind, that's based on how much you're putting down and what your FICO score is. Your 15-year fixed is at 5.25%. Your 5-1 arm is at 5.5%. 30-year FHA is at 6% along with your VA. Now, again, you know these are not bad rates. Back in the day, we were at 18%, 12%. Are they double from what they were last year? 100% they are. But last year was not the norm either. So make sure you're getting your information from the proper sources and know what your options are. Check out my website at mortgagemom.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. Yeah. I can't remember the last time the rates were at six. So... All right, so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. Where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to 
your funny story. All right. Number 928. Somebody sent me some. A couple <laughs> people did send me some, but I can't use them on the air. <laughs> so anyway, this one, this guy moves into this multimillionaire, moves into this neighborhood, joins this really high-end golf club, and uh, it's almost all multimillionaires. After a round of golf, he's showering, he's getting changed, going to go to the 19th hole, have a couple of drinks. Suddenly, a mobile phone on one of the benches rings, and one of the men picks it up, and the following conversation ensues. The husband and the wife. He goes, hello? And the, the wife says, honey, it's me. Are you at the club? He says, yes. She says, great. I'm at the mall a few blocks away, and I just saw this beautiful leather coat. It's absolutely gorgeous. Can I buy it? He goes, what's the price? She goes, it's only $1,000. He goes, eh, well, go ahead. If you really like it that much, buy it. She goes, ah, and I also stopped by the Mercedes-Benz dealer this morning and sold the 2022 models, and I saw one I really liked, the SLK 250 model. I spoke with the salesman, and he gave me a really good price. And since we need to exchange the BMW that we bought last year, he goes, what price did he quote you? He said, 160000 He goes, okay. But for that price, I want it with all the options. She says, great. But before we hang up, there's something else. He goes, what? He goes, it might look like a lot, but I was reconciling your bank account, and I stopped by the real estate agent's office this morning, and I saw the house that we looked at last year. It's for sale. Remember the one with the pool, the English garden, the acre or park area, and the beachfront party? He goes, how much are they asking? 14500000 Magnificent price. And I see that we had that much in the bank to cover it. No problem whatsoever. He goes, he goes well, then go ahead. Buy it. But bid it down to fourteen two. She Okay? She goes, okay, sweetie. I'll see you later. You're the best husband in the world. I love you. He goes, bye. I love you, too. Man hangs up the phone. You all and the other men are looking at him in the locker room in astonishment. Husband raises up his hand. He goes, anybody know whose cell phone this is? <laughs> That was good. I like that one. All right. So now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Ann Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is 10 mistakes first time home buyers make. No, not make. We're going to avoid. Well, that's why we're going to avoid. <laughs> good. So the first thing, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of speculation going out about with the rates. Um, with the process, people, everybody's in a hurry. There's a frenzy going on. Um, everyone wants to put an offer in on a house without actually doing the due diligence without being pre-approved. And again, we talk about this all the time, but one of the things that you need to understand is there is a process and wouldn't it be better to go through the process, get pre-approved, know what your interest rate is, know what the closing costs are going to be know what your payment's going to be before you actually made the biggest decision of your life to purchase this home. Unless nah. of course, unless of course you're somebody that picked up somebody else's cell phone and told them to go ahead and do it anyway. <laughs> but so let's get started and let's uncover some of the 10 mistakes that first time home buyers should avoid. And right. the first one is assuming right? Mark, you love this one. Assuming that you need to have 20% down. First of all, don't assume that you need 20% down. There's a common misconception among first-time home buyers that you need 20% down as a down payment. 
And it's, it's one not of the biggest, true. biggest myths out there. Yep. You can, a larger down payment can get you a better rate. It's going to lower your monthly payment. It's going to increase your equity. And it's a great choice if you can afford it. Otherwise, you can buy a home with as little as 3% down. So different loans have varying credit scores and down payment requirements. None of them start with 20% down. So yeah. you want to decide- breaks, That breaks one of our favorite rules, OPM, other people's right. money. Exactly. Why tie up your cash? Right, right. And decide what down payment amount is right for you based on your personal financial goals and your budget. So the first time home buyers make- an average down payment of roughly around 6%. That's the average. Re really? Remembering that your FHA is 3.5%, conventional can be 5%, or as little as 3%. So you got to just look at what's going to fit your budget, not what your cousin did and not what Uncle Harry told you to do. Uncle Harry is a pain in the butt. <laughs> uh, he needs to go away. Number two. He's been hassling us for 14 years. <laughs> Number two, waiting to start saving. So you'll need cash up front to cover your down payment and your closing costs. And when we mean cash, we don't mean mattress money. We mean actual money that we can source, right? So you're going to need that for your closing costs. You'll need to be prepared for that. Plus you'll need, you might want to purchase things like new appliances or furniture, you know, once you have moved in. So you want to be prepared for that as well. Mark, I like to tell my buyers to create a separate account for their home budget, their home buying savings so you know exactly how much you have to contribute to your house. Automatic deposits, like right out of your paycheck, can help you stay on track and grow your savings without actually having to remember to do that. That's a good idea. Number three, saving for a down payment only. The third mistake to avoid is that you thinking that you only need enough money for your down payment. Now, if you're going to think I need 20%, that's great because 5% down, maybe 15 for, um, percent for your closing costs, depending on what the taxes are, you know, that could be a good goal, but that 20% is not going to be your down payment. Your down payment will account for most of your home saving goals, but it's not the only thing to consider because there's other closing costs that you need to, to count into your expenses such as if you're buying down the rate these days, buying down the rate is going to be 1% of whatever the loan amount is. You're going to have title insurance. That's going to buy, um, that's going to vary by location. You're going to need to get a homeowner's insurance policy and that gets paid one year in advance. Knowing whether or not you're going to have mortgage insurance. Um, they're going to collect property taxes for a minimum of six months. And then you have other escrows that home are going to be in there. Yeah. Home inspection. Um, you're going to have the cost of an appraisal. So all these go into play. Know what your closing costs are and what your budget is before you go out shopping because people don't understand what a payment looks like for $200,000. And you know what? You shouldn't. That's my job. We'll hook you up with the mortgage calculator. You'll be able to know exactly what you need. All right, number four, buying more home than you can afford. You want to create a budget that makes sense, makes sense and gives you some wiggle room. You know, taking into account not only your monthly income, but other reoccurring expenses. You know, you still need to eat. You still need to buy shoes. You might even want to go on a vacation. 
So those are the things that need to come into play. Um, yeah, if you don't you, want to be cash poor. You don't want to be cash poor. And you always want to have a reserves if something, God forbid, one were to break. What if the hot water heater goes and you don't have American Home Shield? These are things that you need to you know, put into play. Number five yep. is getting pre-approved, um, not pre-qualified. Big, big, big mistake. Make sure you've turned in all your documents. Make sure your credit's been run so that you know exactly how much you're pre-approved for. Pre-qualified means nothing. I can't. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Number six. Me too. That one bugs, has bugged me my whole career. Yeah. Because they get a letter from somebody not like you. Vice president of so and so company, and you are how much do you make a year? Two hundred fifty thousand. You are approved for right. this amount of money means zero to me as a listing agent. Yeah, and I mean I can't tell you how many times I'm picking up the pieces from somebody else not doing their job, which I am grateful for because with my team we're able to do that, and and it's amazing. All right, number six is buying without a long term plan. This is crucial right now in today's market. You want to date the rate and marry the house. The where the rates are right now, Mark, they're not going to be here forever. There's no. never been a period um, in history within five years where there wasn't a refinance boom, right? Yep. Over a period of five years, you're going to want to refinance. You're going to want to take cash out. You want to go into a much lower rate. You're not stuck with this payment for 360 payments. Nope. If you got average, to suffer, what is the average life of a mortgage? Six years? Yeah, between five to seven years. You're either moving, right. taking cash or out, refining. or you're lowering the rate. Yep, right. exactly right. Um, but have that plan, you know, and and know in in time exactly what's going to be. I'm working with a kid right now. He's not closing until March of 2023. Got him approved for an FHA loan. The goal is between now and March to get his credit score up to a 740 put him in a conventional loan, get a lower rate and pay the mortgage insurance up front. That's his short-term goal. His long-term goal is to build equity in the house. I got a student in school, seven, he's 17 years old. He, he wants to have, he, by the time he gets done, his birthday is a couple of weeks later. He wants to have a real estate license as soon as he turns 18. That's awesome. Yep. I yep. have a couple kids like that. I'm going to stop on number seven right now because the rest of these, these other three, I'm going to do next week because they're right. important and they're things that we don't want to not talk about. So um, we'll continue that segment with the top 10 mistakes you want to avoid. We'll continue that on next week. Good. I'll just leave that in there. Okay. And coming up next week, I mean, coming up next week, coming up next is going to be our question and answer segment. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, end? So, Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. And the first question is, I've been told two different things by different people. Only two different things? That's shocking, but 
<laughs> um, how common or uncommon is it for the seller to pay closing costs? It's it's pretty it's pretty common. It's common and, yeah. You know, because even in a market like today, like if there's a house priced, I did one of these not that long ago, where the house was the agent listed it, but I knew it was worth more, and I figured at least another ten grand, and I knew it would appraise. So I told the buy the sellers, "How about if we?" I forgot what it was, two thirty-five. I said, "How about if we offer you two forty-five with ten back in sellers assist? Would you take that offer?" And they looked at one another, the husband and wife, and they said, "That's full price, right?" I said, "Yeah." They said, "Yeah, we'll take that." So it's always a matter of negotiation. Now, probably during this crazy, because we are in a historic low inventory, there's not as much of it, but. You can still make it work as long as it's going to appraise. Like if the buyer wants two hundred and you and you want, so my guy ended up needing forty six hundred hours for a two hundred and thirty five thousand dollar house. He ended up needing forty six hundred hours because they gave him ten thousand in seller assist. That's how good the market is right now. Right, like, but people don't understand. The buyers don't know. The sellers definitely don't know because the media don't talk about it. We're the only show in the fifth largest media market in the country. So unless you happen to hear this show today, like I just did my class, usual thing, went in there, talked to them about all the stuff, and they had no clue. I said, when I got done that conversation, I said, all that information you didn't know five minutes ago. Now you can tell all your friends that. Yeah. I said, that's the problem. I said, that's one of the reasons the inventory is so low. The sellers don't know. It's the best time ever to sell. Ever. 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 So, in the answer to this question, it can, it what used to be even really common when we were in a buyer's. When I got my license back in 99, we did it all the time. But, like, in a tight seller's market, you don't see it as much. But if there's room and the property can appraise, why tie up your cash? You know, if the sellers will only give you 10 back or 20 back, in seller assist, like that one guy I did that VA with, he only needed he needed forty six hundred hours total. His mortgage was eleven hundred a month, including his taxes and everything else. Right, and that's a great scenario. I was talking to no, the students great, about rent rent in load. Philadelphia, yep. rent in Philadelphia for a one bedroom apartments up citywide. City, now there's neighborhoods where you can get it cheaper. We're talking citywide is up to eighteen hundred hours, and I'm telling you, after this reduction on the Inflation Act that got a fifteen percent business tax in, rent's going to be nineteen hundred a month citywide in Philly next year. But yep. yeah, sub seller assist is a tool. If you got a good agent, that they, they can use. Negotiate. What's the next? One? Right. Yeah. The next question is: How much impact does the type of home? have on the mortgage rates. It has a big, it does have a big impact. So the type of home, if it's a condo, is going to be priced a little bit higher than a regular single family. Um, a duplex, slightly higher, depending if it's going to be conventional or FHA, but um, it does have an impact on it for sure. As well as, yeah. you know, how much you're putting down, what your credit score is, things like that. Yeah, but on the rates, it it's going to have some impact, but not not outrageous. It does. If you're going to do a, it's not outrageous, Mark, but it could be anywhere from a quarter, you know, to three eighths, right? 
um, depending if it's a condo or a single family. The condos are more expensive. Right. But even commercial right now, the rates are really good on commercial. What's the next one? Yeah. The next question is, legally, do I have to use the agent that showed me the house? Yeah, and this is where a lot of real estate agents and a lot of buyers screw up. When you, If you do not sign a buyer agency contract with the agents that's showing you the house, that agent does not represent you. That agent represents the seller. All agents represent the seller unless you sign a buyer agency agreement with that agent. Now, there are some factors in real estate, a thing called procuring cause, that if the agent showed you the house and then you went to another agent and they wrote the deal up, that agent was procuring cause and then the brokers get into a fight and everybody argues back and forth who should get paid. But to avoid all that and to protect yourself, you should have a buyer agency agreement. Now, a lot of people are leery of signing contracts, but this contract could be for a week. Like if, if you just met an agent, you just met me today, brand new, you, you know, my already on the show, but now you got me showing you a house. Now I asked you to sign a buyer agency contract and they say, well, how long for? I said, well, I just met you. How about if we make it for two weeks and if we get along fine, we'll extend it. Or how about if we just make it for Sunday because like, you want me to show, <laughs> show me a particular house and I make a contract up for Sunday. And uh, right. now when I walk in that house and I look around and I see something, I can point it out to you. If I walk in a house and I see a, a stain on a ceiling and I point it out to you and I'm not, I do not have a contract with you and the seller is somebody like me that knows the law a little bit and says to that agent, do you, let me see your buyer agency contract. And the agent goes, I don't have one. I'd be selling, I'd be selling that agent. Well, when are you going to move into the convent? Cause you're buying this house. And, right. and I'll tell you what, I could sue him and he would have to buy my house because he was representing me. Gets a little technical, but that's how bad it can be. So legally, legally, no. Te ethically, yes, you should have a buyer wow. agency contract. Sure. What's the next one? All right. The next question is, do I need a lawyer to buy a home? And here goes our Uncle Harry pops in. And they're all excited. They go out. They look at houses with some agent. They write up a contract and they come to the house and they're all excited, telling the family how great it is. And then old Uncle Harry in the corner goes, you got a lawyer? Why? We need a lawyer? <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to have a lawyer. <laughs> it's amazing. It doesn't matter how much people, if they have make 800000 a year, if they're not involved in real estate, they don't know the rules. You know, I, I've sold houses to millionaires. They don't know nothing about real estate. Just because so, they make money or they own a different type of business, you do not need a lawyer. Now, in certain states like Jersey, they get a lawyer review. But in Pennsylvania, you don't need a lawyer to buy a home. Now, the agent should not say, I don't want the lawyer looking at nothing or, or advise against or give any legal advice. But right. you do not need a lawyer. If you want a lawyer... Like we both have legal shield to take a review of that contract. You email it over to them. They read the contract. They get back to you. They say, everything looks good, but this line, because if you ask a lawyer to look at something, there's going to be a change. 
(laughs) That's just how they are. They're like the real estate commission. They can never get together and have a meeting, just have lunch and say everything's good. Now, let's let's come (laughs) up with some new rules. So do you need a lawyer? The answer is no. But if you want to be safe and have somebody review a contract, fine. What's the last one? All right. The last question is, do I need mortgage insurance and how do I get it? So not to be confused with homeowner's insurance, mortgage insurance comes from the actual lender. So on an FHA loan, your mortgage insurance is going to be already on there um, and the lender will order it because it comes through the Federal Housing Administration. On your conventional side, you're going to need mortgage insurance and that's going to be if you put less than 20% down. And again, the mortgage company is going to order that for you so you don't have to worry about it. You know what? I was was thinking that this question might be, you hear them advertisements to buy Uh, insurance in case you die or something, the mortgage gets paid off. Yep. That kind of insurance. Yeah. And, and no, you do not need that kind of insurance. So, um, but you can't get it. Yeah. But mortgage insurance basically comes directly from the lender and it insures the lender if you default on payments. Right. All right. All right. So good questions, Mark. And coming up next is going to be our topic of the day, which is three things buyers can do in today's housing market. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. Where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is three things buyers can do in today's housing market. Now, we got to tell you, like, our show is so informative. First, we talked about 10 mistakes to avoid with first time home buyers. And now these are three things that buyers can do in the housing market. I mean, who's better than us? (laughs) There's nobody else (laughs) but us. I think we are number one. We are number one in the Philly metro media market and the fifth largest media market in the country. We are number one. (laughs) So anyway, it's clear in 2022 housing market has been defined by the raising rates and the rates on the rise and some of the doom and gloom. But it's not that bad in if historically anyway, compared to one year ago, though, the monthly mortgage payment rose 19 uh, 1,944 from $12,265 and increased to 53.7% due to the rates. So if you're thinking of buying a home or have been trying recently, that big increase in that monthly payment, and you've had a lot of clients that, that affect it, it may be Correct. causing you to, uh, you know, pause or on your plans this jump in making is making houses less affordable, especially compared to the last two years when the mortgage rates were at historic lows. You know, we were in the threes. If you would just turn that damn gas valve on from Canada, I'm telling you, a lot of uh, all right, a keep lot going, of keep going, keep going. I know a lot of things would change, though. The good news is you, you know, it's all right to make a mistake. Just say I'm sorry and turn the valve on. <laughs> the good news you can nav- navigate today's housing market in this rising rate environment with a few simple tips. 
And there are three things you may want to consider. One, expand your search area and criteria. So if you've been looking for a home in Center City or a specific area that's starting to feel out of your price range, you might want to try looking a little further out in a location that could be more affordable, expanding your search location, reprioritizing the items on your wish list, you know, maybe can open up some other opportunities that you haven't considered that could help you afford more of what you need in a home. You know, area growth is likely to keep pace with market, which means that the outskirts of the town might be really happening within five years. Consider stepping out of your ideal location by searching nearby areas or nearby city. You may find better prices and more square footage. Number two, explore alternative financing options. And there's a variety of mortgages out there and call Deanne. She's involved with a lot of different programs and, and varying down payments and eligibility requirements. Experts know how to point you in the right direct direction when it comes to exploring finding the best way to finance your loan for your situation. With the rising rates, it makes it more costly to finance a home. There may be an ideal option out there that your loan officer can introduce you to saying, Deanne, this could make a purchase more affordable within your financial reach over the life of your loan. And the other thing, too, remember, like she said earlier, it's not going to be for 30 years. Three, look for grants, gift funds, down payment assistance. There's all kinds of programs out there. There are also many options available when it comes to securing funding you need to purchase a home. One valuable resource to explore is different down payment thing uh, programs that are going on searching for a specific down payment assistant option available in your local community could be a game changer when it comes to taking your first step toward home ownership you know many local governments nonprofit organizations offer down payment assistant grants loans targeted to areas and borrowers often within specific borrower requirements Plus, there are programs and special benefits for individuals working in certain professions with unique status, including teachers, doctors. There's a thing for cops and firemen where, because especially they're having a hard time hiring these people, nurses, doctors, and cops and firemen, there are like shortages of. Philadelphia right now, I was talking to my son about going to the fire department. They're, They're down like 900 firemen. The police are down like almost 2,000. You know, I heard a really weird one. I mean, you've been to uh, New Orleans. You know how many cops New Orleans has on duty right now? Take a guess. Um, I couldn't even, Mark. 500. 500. And now they're number two in the country with murders. Down to 500 full-time cops in New Orleans. Ultimately, that means back to the real estate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that there are many federal and state and local programs available for you to explore. So the best way to do that is to connect with a real estate professional, somebody like me and somebody like the Anne, your lender, and find out maybe there's something you qualify for. And now you know. Because if you don't ask, the answer is no. Exactly. You got any that comments or not? Any no, comments that on was- that? That was awesome. I mean, absolutely for sure. You you just have to make sure that, especially in today's market, that you are working with professionals. You know, I, I'm finding in Philadelphia, people aren't even asking, taking a BFI anymore. And I'm finding out somebody's on welfare, um, collecting unemployment and has no credit. And 
you know, it, it's everybody a buyer's needs to do financial information. Yeah. Like I would never submit an offer without that. Not That's only ridiculous. an offer, Mark, but would you generally ask them questions? You know, what do you think your credit score is? Do you have a J-O-B? Before you would send them to me. And right. and now I'm becoming like the gatekeeper trying to, you know, to talk to all these people. Anyway, that could be another rant. All right. Very good. All right. So, Mark, we are up to our business segment with Asking Dr. A. And his topic today is how to deal with the current shift. The shift. <laughs> how are you, Dr. Abelson? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? We are good. We are great. So how are you starting this? Let's go. Well, what's happened? What's happened? Look around you. What's happened in the marketplace right now? Because the interest rates have doubled within three months. And if you think that's bad, just wait until you see them double again in the next uh, four or five months, because the Fed is trying to deal with inflation, uh, probably a little late for the uh, for the election, but they're still trying to deal with it. Just look at the stock market. It's gone down hundreds of points every day. Uh, last week, it went down over a thousand points in one day. So yep. there's a lot of shift going on. And typically what happens in organizations is you wind up firing people, which is craziness because what happens when things turn around? You just go back and have to spend all the money in aggravation or rehiring them. So why yep. fire them? Because what you really need are people to be, do more marketing. You need people to be more interactive. You need people to, to go back to your current customers because maybe some of them do have resources. Not everybody is feeling the pain of the interest rates. So bottom line, instead of firing your people, figure out where their strengths are, their limitations are, and realign them and shift what they are doing within your team or your organization. Or if you're an entrepreneur and or, or you just work for yourself, think about it yourself, where you need to shift your time and energy to meet the current needs instead of just cutting costs. Cutting costs. Exactly. I'm doing the same thing with my school right now. Like uh, different strategies to get more students because shift is an opportunity also. Absolutely. So like when like I opened an office the first with somebody else, the first Coward Williams in 2008. And I had some friends tell me, what are you nuts? Because that was the worst real estate market in history. Real estate market has only crashed one time in 73 years. And that was it. But like I figured, well, it can only get go up. So there was opportunities. And I remember back then talking about the shift in the market. So when markets shift. Instead of looking at the glass half empty, look, you know, the glass can be, oh, I hate that, desc that description anyway. The well, way me, I always me, look at it, you can always get another one. glass. <laughs> let, let me use a different one, okay? And that's the, the Chinese have, have a two-segment symbol for the word crisis, okay? One of those symbols means threat, which is what most people look at when it comes for crisis. The other symbol means opportunity. So what you need to right. do is realize that there are threats, but there are also plenty of opportunities. So look around you for those opportunities. They are there. And again, instead of firing people and then having to spend a ton of money rehiring them later and maybe not getting somebody as good as the person who you're about to fire, work with them to maybe accept less cash or work with them to to realign what they are doing or do both of those things at the same time. Most people understand the need to lower expenses. 
you can lower expenses by firing some people or you can lower expenses by making everybody 15 or 10% less revenue. And there's usually some things in your business that you've been, because things were so good, you could, right. you could probably You're live without. They're just coming out right. of your checking account every month and you're not even noticing it. And now maybe is the time to take a look at that. But right. uh, but, the, but there's always opportunity the only, in a shift. The, right. That's not the only solution. The only solution is not just to cut costs. Right. So if you right. want more information or if you want some help with any of this, all you have to do is contact us at www.abelson.net or just email me at drperioda at abelson.net. All right, Dr. Abelson. Thank you. Very good. Thank you, Dr. Ray. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Kitsaris at Comcast.net or call me at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week on the radio and also on Odyssey. The other thing, too, is this is the time of year that Good News in Real Estate is redoing our sponsors, and I'm looking for a few sponsors. I'm looking for a builder, a seller company, could be a restaurant. Don't even have to be real estate related, but you get spots all week plus spots on our show. We have a great deal. You give me a call, and you can only get it through us. Give me a call, 267-266-5501, and be part of our show. It's a big audience. Poconos to the Shore plus online. I get calls from all over the country. It's weird. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHA, PHT, <laughs> all positive, all, all the, the time. time. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded.